1: What's up, Michigan? It's our number three. Swift moving Thursday after all of our pre-production on our fourth anniversary celebration with the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park. An unbelievable video and soundstage. It's like you're out in Hollywood. Martin Scorsese-Boer. He's the executive producer with Jeff Money Morton. He used to be in some films I can't talk about, but he has the name Jeff Money Morton. Andy Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's eighth cousin from the Collaborative Lab. So it's a pretty good group. This place is phenomenal. I I shared a photo and just said it was a great morning at the Collaborative Lab on the Huge Show and Twitter Facebook pages. It's, it's a big time. That's all. And I brought Superfly Hayes out for an interview. We're going to run it at the end of the show. It's my way of thanking him. And I said, man, what's it like working on the huge show the last five and a half years? What was the word again? Anxiety ridden. Anxiety ridden. Most of the time, if anybody uses the word like ridden with anxiety, bug ridden, bullet hole ridden, body, whatever they use, it's not a good term. So I'm, I'm sitting there on the couch. It looks like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, the late show, whatever. And Superfly really was good on camera, was funny, was entertaining. And I'm thinking, where in the hell has that guy been for five and a half years? Then Marty, well, it's not Marty Boer anymore for the Michigan Sports Network, it's Martin Scorsese Boer. And he actually has digital business cards that say that. He's like, all right, cock, ca, ca, car. You know what, Superfly, you're not here to be funny. All right? This isn't a comedy show. This is my Academy Award show. Uh, I do have to thank Andy and the crew at the Collaborative Lab. If you're a business, a band wanting to do a music video, whatever, a, a huge Fortune 500 business, a small business, I'm telling you, this place is phenomenal. And we'll share some of the video after we have our fourth anniversary on the Michigan Sports Network with Martin Scorsese Boer. He says, call me MSB. Oh, that guy. Billy, you're you're, you're overdoing it. You're trying to be funny on everything you're saying. You're a sportscaster, not a comedian. Take 47. Uh, I tell you, Andy, from the Collaborative Lab, from the first time I met him a month ago, buttoned up as good as anybody I met. When I walked out that door today, he looked like I picked the wrong day to quit drugs, drinking, amphetamines, because our group, when we get together, and that includes... Martin Scorsese, Boer for the Michigan Sports Network, and Jeff Money Morton. Everybody thinks they know everything, including Superfly. It doesn't matter if you're connected to the Michigan Sports Network, you're Shep, whoever. Trying to get us in a room and agree with somebody else's idea. It's basically Russia and Ukraine right now. There you go again, Billy. You're trying to be funny. I'm producing a statewide live video presentation. Zip it. <laughs> uh, it, it it's going to be a great day. And I'll give Boo Boo credit that, you know, I I, I thought, okay, how are we going to pull this off? And... We did part of it today and we'll do it on Tuesday. And Anthony Bellino from Exes and Bro's is just overjoyed uh, to be a part of it. So we have a lot going on. Tuesday will be a big day and you'll see uh, on our social network pages, uh, you'll see some of the finished product. I realized today that I'm really not bad at doing TV and I'm extremely underpaid in radio. There's no reason why there's not seven figures on my annual salary. Brett, and you were good. Shockingly good. To the point that I thought an alien had abducted you and somebody walked in who actually had a stage presence and was humorous. All right, take 130. If we don't get this perfect, we're staying all night. A Martin Scorsese boa. Go talk about the combine down in Indy. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, a Lions NFL columnist, also a co host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can watch and listen to on YouTube. He's standing by here on the Hulde Show across Michigan. How you doing, Rizzy?
0: It is good to be with you live from uh, Indianapolis where uh, we're watching a bunch of guys running around in their. And they're form-fitting athletic wear doing weird things.
1: You know, the, the one thing I've looked at really the last probably 20 years when I see the Combine, if you would try and fit me in one of those outfits, it would be like filming a Chris Farley Saturday Night Live skit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some dudes that, uh, that don't exactly fit in it too well, mm. and I would be one of those as well. And they, they, the fun thing is they do actually sell that stuff now, and there's, there's mm. a surprising amount of people who buy that stuff, and they...
1: They're not NFL athletes, and let's put it that way. Yeah, you're, yeah, well, when I bought that stuff, I had a 32 waist, and I think it was uh, ninth grade. So uh, let's move on. For the Lions fans listening right now, uh, this weekend coming up down in India at the Combine, from Friday night when all the events really get going, uh, you get all the throwing, you get the catching, you get the drills, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, what what should a focal point be or focal points, plural, For a Lions fan listening right now,
0: you know one of the things that the first thing I want you should probably look for is um, athletically that they're very very good. Um, And relation and it's not just like being super fast, but it's being fast in relation to your weight and being agile in relation to your length and things like that. Uh, I'll use Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech as an example. Defensive end. He's six foot six. He's three hundred and some odd pounds. I don't know the weight right in front of me. Got over thirty six inch arms. Well, he's not going to run as fast as a wide receiver or a tight end. I well, he might catch a couple tight ends in this class. But you just want to see proportionality for it. Like if he's moving, um, there's a guy that on Thursday, um, uh, the the uh, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh, Elijah Cansey, six foot one, two hundred and eighty pounds. He's getting compared to Aaron Donald all over the place. Actually, ran faster than Aaron Donald in the in the forty yard dash, so those comparisons are everywhere. Like the, those are the things you want to see. It's like the exceptional athleticism, and then you just want to see guys that that have been noted for being competitive. Uh, that's something that both Brad Campbell or Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell talked about in their their press conferences. Was they want dudes that live, breathe, you know, worship football. That's their life. That's what they want. Uh, guys that are you know getting in trouble on the outside, guys that choose to, to not compete um, are probably not going to be guys that that they're going to be fond of.
1: So Jeff, from your connection and following the Lions uh, before Holmes and Campbell came aboard, but since they've been there, to what you've seen in person, who you've talked to, uh, who is in Indy for the combine who are some perfect fits for the Lions at pick six and 18 and even beyond deep into the draft
0: yeah you're going to want to watch the defensive backs very carefully this weekend that's that's going to be a big one uh, you're going to want to watch uh, specifically Christian Gonzalez from from Oregon as a cornerback Devon Witherspoon from Illinois Joey Porter jr from from Penn State. Um, a guy like Deontay Banks out of Maryland is a guy that, that's probably going to get some buzz uh, as, as this weekend goes along, um, and he would be more of the number 18 pick. Yeah, the, the, those are certainly it. Brian Branch from Alabama is a guy that, that the Lions have shown some interest in, uh, and I believe they've met with all those guys through this point. Well, I'm not sure on that, but don't hold me to that, but I know they're they're certainly looking to do that. Uh, look at some offensive guards and those, the offensive linemen. You want to find guys that, if you're watching the, the drills at home and they work out, uh, I believe they're on Sunday. You want to watch them run and how well they move in, in, like the three cone drill where they go back, forth, and back. And when they're on the field, you want to see like, does it look like they're slipping? Are there is their footwork sloppy? Are they taking extra steps? Things like that. Those are what those are things that the Lions are looking for. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't think they're looking for an offensive lineman early, but you know, guys that are you know going to be in that day two, day three range, better be watching those guys. A guy like Steve Avila out of TCU, um, who Michigan fans probably know pretty well, because he was probably the only TCU player that played well against. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, that, that, that's the kind of that's the kind of guy that you want to be looking for.
1: His name is Jeff Risden from TheLionsWire.com. You can follow The Lions Wire on Facebook and Twitter at J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. Also on Twitter, co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can listen and watch on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions uh, podcast. Uh, Who are some sleepers out there that you've seen uh, at the Combine that you've talked to your people down there in Indy? That you think are just perfect fits for the Lions, and that it could be late first round with that pick eighteen, it could be second, it could be deeper in the draft. Who are who? Who, who are some of the names on that list?
0: Yeah, I brought up Deontay Banks, the cornerback out of Maryland. That's a guy that, that Lions fans need to know. This guy can really play. He's super competitive. He's incredibly athletic. Uh, has some ball skills. Has some dog in him, and that's that's a that's a endearing trait. They're both Brad Brad Holmes and Tate Campbell uh you know he's one uh if you want to look a little bit deeper there there's a couple of defensive linemen um this one's real deep. this is Cameron Young as the nose tackle from Mississippi State uh Deontay Coburn from Texas is a guy really impressive athlete uh he is your nose tackle he can play next to Alvin McNeil he can play behind Alvin McNeil uh, and you're looking at probably a third or a fourth round pick for that guy uh, th- th- those are those are some names that we're looking at uh, you look at the running back group that doesn't feel like the Lions are looking very early in the draft for one. Uh, and it sure sounds like Jamal Williams will be back. Um, in fact, that could be done by the end of the weekend. We don't even, there, there's uh, Campbell, or I'm sorry, Holmes mentioned that they're working on getting a contract done with him before free agency starts. Uh, we all expect that to happen. Every, every person that's down here with Lions media credentials expects Jamal Williams to be back. So uh, they're looking for like a number three guy that can eventually be a number two and, and possibly be a number one at some point. There's, there's a ton of running backs in this one. Uh, everybody wants Bijan Robinson from Texas. I'm going to tell you his backup, Roshan Johnson, is a guy that you want in the third or fourth round as a power back replacement, eventual backup type guy for Jamal Williams. He's good. It's a great year to need running backs, and uh, so I, I do think that the Lions will, will dip into that later, but uh, if, you, if you want to Sean Robinson, you're probably going to
1: be disappointed. You know, because I'm looking at the Lions at 6-18, and 18, and the Jalen Carter news yesterday seemed like he was going to drop uh, deep into the first round, but now, since he handled it quickly, all the mock drafts aren't dropping him as much. Uh, they're waiting, I think, on what the full story uh, will be. So he won't be there at six. He could be, and that would be interesting if you're the Lions, what you do there. Also, with this QB rush that's out there right now, the Lions could be in a position at six to trade down a couple of spots, still get a corner they wanted, but maybe a team like Carolina all of a sudden jumps in and swaps nine for six, and the Lions get additional picks.
0: Yeah, and, and that's that's a very realistic possibility. On Jalen Carter, we are not sure what to make of it just yet. We, I'll say this. The timing on what happens for him in the judicial process is critically important. He needs to get it resolved before the draft starts. Because if the draft starts and he it's still out there that he could potentially go to jail for a couple of years, and it's a, it's a minimum two-year sentence for the misdemeanors that he's uh, alleged to have committed – um, if that's still out there and, and not resolved, you want to be Brad Holmes and take a guy at six overall that's going to miss the first two seasons because he's in no. prison because he was indirectly involved with killing two people. Uh, that that can't happen. So if 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 that is if that court case is still going on in, in Athens, Georgia, he's not getting drafted. Period. Now, if it is done and it gets resolved and he you know pleads down, um, explains his story well, sells it well. Then he's still probably in play at six, but I—I'll be, be honest with you, the sniff test is going to be difficult. Uh, and, and I went through this in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. Like there, there, there were a lot of people that were repelled by it. Yeah, Carter, you know, again, he's going to have to sell it really well to get to get drafted I, in the in the top six. And it wouldn't shock me if he fell to the Lions and and they they pass on him because of it, uh, just just out of of. I don't want to say decency, but out of respect for what happened and what they just—they just don't need that sort of distraction. Uh, and you better believe it's a distraction. It's all anybody can still talk about down here. And it's been 36 hours since it happened, so uh, uh, I'm—you're going to see him all over the place in dress And I was talking to people last night and, and today, and it's nobody knows what to do with him yet. And again, it, it's going to be the timing that's critical. Uh, and that opens up a spot for a quarterback. like uh, So Anthony Richardson is the big one from Florida. I don't even think the Lions are going to get a chance to pass on him at six. I think he's going to be gone by then uh, with the buzz that he's getting. And he's going to throw, and it's going to be beautiful because he has a wonderful arm. He's a great athlete. He's going to do very well when he, when he shows up and, and throws here. And uh, there's just only so many quarterbacks that can go around for the teams that need them. And, look, Houston's taken one. They've already said they're taking one. Um, they're probably going to take Bryce Young. I, I i if you could bet on that uh on, on on the draftkings app you might want to do that put a little money on that one uh, there's uh you know CJ Stroud uh Will Levis and Anthony Richardson that that's your four you got you know Carolina needs a quarterback Seattle might need a quarterback Baltimore might need a quarterback who knows what's going on with them there there's not that many teams that that there are not that many quarterbacks for as many teams that need it so yeah six could be very attractive to a team that's trying to trade up and get into the quarterback wars
1: Jeff Risden from com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can watch and listen to on YouTube. Check it in from the NFL combine down in Indy. Yeah, quarterbacks always seem to shine because they throw and you see how strong their arms are. And that's a good thing for the Lions at number six. But Carter, if he does fall out of that, that kind of hurts them in terms of Carter would have been taken by somebody, which even increased the value of that six pick. More And I agree with you. I don't think the Lions, and the one thing I've heard from Holmes on the NFL Network, uh, Campbell, uh, culture, uh, and how you fit in and the type of person you are uh, is number one on their list. Yeah, obviously you need talent to play in the NFL and play for the Lions, but they're not going to rock the boat on a culture that still is a work in progress. They're not going to do it.
0: hundred Hundred percent. They made that very clear. Both of them did when they talked to us. Uh, that was, was sometime this week. I <laughs> we keep track of what day it is right now. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be important. And, and think about that when you when you're looking at the free agent market because free agency is coming up in a couple weeks. It's before the draft. This is where free agency starts. Uh, the, the legal tampering period is in a couple of weeks. The illegal tampering period is going on everywhere. Uh, I, you, you cannot walk past a restaurant or a, a Starbucks or anything and not see an agent talking to a GM or a coach, you know, angling for their player, making some, some behind-the-scenes negotiations. That, that's one of the big things that actually happens at the Combine. That's uh, I, I don't expect them to make a big splash in part because that's that goes against the culture that they're building. You know, they're trying to build it, you know, from the ground up. And I think they're going to add some pieces. But if you're expecting them to add major pieces like top shelf free agents, I don't think they're going to do it. And they kind of said that they're not going to do it. So uh, they're, they're going to keep being the, the team that will spend on a guy like DJ Chark or Jamal Williams instead of, you know, going out and getting Saquon Barkley or, you know, some top flight and wide receiver. That's just not where they're at as a team yet. And I, I think they're going to keep doing that.
1: We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Last time we were in the studio together, Jeff and I agree. Right, there is something special off that eight and two finish. You're still not there yet, but you know they may not. And it's what the Lions view themselves as privately behind closed doors. Hey, for a playoff team this year, but not a NFC contender, then let's re-sign DJ and Jamal. Let's keep this culture going. Let's see if we can take this to eleven and six, 12 and five. Uh, compete for the NFC North title, get to the playoffs, and then you start looking at uh, bigger pieces. I know there's been some of the mocks out there in terms of mock free agent pickups of like a Josh Jacobs, which would be nice, or the Jalen Ramsey story out there. But, man, you're going to eat up a lot of money and a lot of your future if you would sign those two guys.
0: Uh, I, I would. I don't want to say that they absolutely won't do the Jalen Ramsey thing, but when you hear the number that's being talked about that he wants for his salary, he ain't coming to Detroit. Uh, not not with the amount of guaranteed money that he would want for a 28 year old cornerback who would be, by the way, forcing his way off of a second team in three years. Uh, that's not the greatest fit. So uh, I. I, I Look, I, he's a great player. Would he make the Lions better? Heck, yeah, he would. But there's a cost to it, and it's a very real cost, and they're aware of it. So i i would I would cool the Jets on pushing for for Jalen Ramsey. And like you just said, they know where they have a very good idea of where they're at. And I don't think that they think they're that caliber of a team yet. But they can get there with with continuing to build with what they've got, and, and you know, continue to have their their coaching staff, which is phenomenal at developing talent. Keep doing their thing, and they can sustain it. One of the things that Brad Holmes said was the biggest goal for agency is to not get worse, to not hurt the team more than help the team. That's that's a strategy that tells me you are going to be very conservative. You're not going to make a big risky type of move, which includes trading for Jalen Ramsey or signing, you know, a, a top flight guy. It just seems very out of character for what they're trying to do.
1: What about Bobby Wagner? Is a leader on that defense? Uh, you know, he he has a NFL potential Hall of Fame resume. Uh, your thoughts on the backside of his career? Is he Could he be like a Pudge Rodriguez, what Pudge meant to the Tigers when they began their turnaround?
0: Yeah, now he's he's a good example of the kind of guy that they would go after because you're looking at a one- or a two-year deal from a guy who's still got it. Uh, like, like Pudge when he got to Detroit. Like This is a guy, he's, he's not at his prime anymore, but he's not far from it, and he offers the rest of the team so much uh, this is a team that, remember, they, the only guy who was over 30 last year was Michael Brockers. He's gone. They do need some veteran influence, uh, it, it feels like and sounds like, from, from the conversations I've had. They're aware of that. So Bobby Wagner would, would be a guy that I would definitely watch for. And, by the way, he can still play. He's, he would still walk into Detroit to be the best linebacker on the team. And uh, they're not as bad at linebacker as I think a lot of people think they are, but they can certainly get better, and he would definitely make them better.
1: Jeff Risden uh, makes us better when we talk about the Lions in the NFL. I'm reading exactly what he asked us to read uh, via that Twitter direct message. Uh, thank you, my man. <laughs> Enjoy the Combine. Always a good weekend down there, and it's great talking positive about the Lions during this offseason. Can't wait. I'll see the I'll yep. see the Combine this weekend, Jeff, and thanks so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Bill. Oh, yeah, Jeff Risden. Uh, From the Lionswired.com, follow them on Facebook and Twitter, and also Jeff Risdon, J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. And the Detroit Lions podcast is pretty cool. Their latest one is up uh, about the Combine. Uh, Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Michigan State, Michigan team MVPs and hoops this year. Answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate NB3. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com.
2: The Michigan Wolverines completed their week at 2-0, The Rutgers on the road 58-45 and they're winning a home overtime thriller against the Wisconsin Badgers 87-79. Amazing
1: Blue have changed the conversation around their program, now winners of three consecutive games and six of their last eight put together some of those ever-important squad one wins to get them into the conversation for March Madness. And it wasn't too long ago. Michigan was looking at the NIT. And now, the NCAA Tournament has the next four out. Kobe Buffett is coming into his own. Freshman guard Doug McDaniel putting together incredible games, playing nearly 40 minutes a night. Paris Reed Jr. is providing that spark off the bench, and
2: Hunter Dickinson is playing some of his best ball of the season. Two games left on the docket. Next up is
1: Thursday, on the road against the Illinois Fighting Illini at 7 o'clock on ESPN. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soarin' Eagle. Anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play.
0: We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called The Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC, Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Back live on the huge show across Michigan, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. In a moment, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live. TV version is on Bally Sports Detroit. Radio version heard during the golf season on Saturday mornings on most of these huge radio network stations. We'll get his thoughts on some of the proposed rules changes, limiting cuts, like no-cut tournaments, reducing the number of players. I I know they're doing this to keep their big names happy. But some are saying it will improve the Tour. I don't know. I, I, again, I, they're trying to balance the Live Tour or any other competition someday. So reducing the fields, eliminating cuts. I think that's part of the... PGA experience even when I'm watching Full Swing on Netflix these guys are packing up Ian Poulter or Jordan Spieth they they leave a tournament you know making people comfortable it's part of why I think the Live Tour and I'm not going to get into the politics of the Live Tour but why I think it's a comfortable retirement close for these golfers where there's no pressure to win no, no pressure to make a cut I, I don't like it but again it it's about keeping your big names happy. Uh, Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders is standing by. Want to get his thoughts on the PGA Tour, moving to reduce fields, eliminate cuts at designated events starting next season. Uh, when, when it first came out, Bill, what were your, you thinking? What were your thoughts on it?
2: Well, I've heard a few different player comments uh, since it first came out, but my initial thoughts were, terrible idea. I think having the cut is one of the things that makes the professional level of the game endearing to, uh, to us fans. We, we like to see guys under pressure on Friday. We like to see them grinding to make the cut. And we like to see value in just being in the field to start with. And when they announced the elimination of the cut line in a handful of these events, I, I don't know, it kind of seemed like a desperate move on the part of the tour, Uh, A desperate and unnecessary move. However, uh, just yesterday I was listening to a conversation with one of the players on the um, policy board for the PGA Tour. And he talked about how they're asking sponsors to pour in more and more money to make the purses bigger. And the sponsors are reluctant to do that unless they're guaranteed that the the biggest names are going to be around in those events and on the weekends when TV ratings are likely to be their strongest. So, you know, I get it from that perspective. Um, One of the things that it really drives home to me, uh, and you saw it at the West Michigan Golf Show a couple weeks ago. Um, I'll see it this weekend in Novi at the Michigan Golf Show. One of the things that all drives home to me is the reminder that the heartbeat of the game for all of us is at the amateur level we enjoy the professional level, but our enthusiasm and our passion is getting out and playing it, being with your buddies, you know, betting on lunch and a few skins dollars here and there. And all the rest of it is kind of fantasy land. And I think that we have kind of reached a tipping point where the professional game um, might be kind of wearing out its welcome a little bit Um, between this, this ego showdown between live and the PGA tour uh the, the people who are really making themselves look bad at, at, are the top echelon players who are uh, seemingly in it for the dollars and not much else so uh, i'm not very i'm not very thrilled with it most notably i cannot stomach the idea of there not being a cut line because it's been there forever and i think it provides some extra drama in those early rounds
1: well to me and i understand when you look at the genesis or the waste management uh, Super Bowl weekend tournament, which is one of the craziest uh, in Phoenix that you're getting sponsors saying, I want to make sure Tiger Woods is in the field on that weekend when he's our host, right? That's Genesis. I'm speaking, you know, on behalf yeah. of, of them hypothetically, and I get that. So then, you know, do something. You got your uh, FedEx points, say hey, your top 30 guys don't get, you know, they they avoid the cut. Do something that inspires people to win. I I just really think I the more I, you know, Jay Monahan and this full swing and watching that on Netflix, and I hear these guys who went and joined the Live Tour, and I hear a Dustin Johnson, and he's like, look, man, I'm taking the payday for my family. There's no cuts. There's no retiring. Ian Poulter said it, that he's going to get more from playing on the Live Tour than he did in his entire PGA career. And, and I think yeah. that that's where we're at. Well, we are. And if as long as you can get past
2: the source of that money and you're not bothered by the fact that it comes from a murderous regime in Saudi Arabia, then I guess you can make that leap uh, and just go for the cash. One of the, the key differentials to me between the two, even with the tours proposed modifications, you still have to earn your way into having a tour card. You don't have to earn your way into playing on the live tour. You simply have to be invited by Greg Norman. So there is still a pathway. You know, one of the, one of the old mantras for this crazy game that I love so much is if you don't like what's happening, play better, right? In easier said than done, but that's kind of how we always view things about getting your card or being exempted into certain events and that kind of thing. Just play better, just play better. You hear that over and over again. Well, that's not true for the live tour. and the live tour, it's who you know, not how you play. The PGA Tour, even if it's modified uh, along the lines that we've been seeing proposed, you still have to earn your way into a tour card. And in fact, it becomes even a little more challenging because there might be fewer opportunities. So, from a fan standpoint, it does have the, the potential to just raise the level, the quality of play. And that's that's not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> From a fan standpoint overall, it could uh, it could end up being a good thing. I just am a, maybe I'm a get off my lawn enough guy that I still like to see the cut in place.
1: Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, TV version on Ballet Sports Detroit, radio version during the golf season on Saturday mornings on most of these huge radio network stations, talking about the proposed changes in 2024 on the PGA Tour. I will say from watching Full Swing, which is incredible television, on Netflix behind the... Scenes on the PJ tour and even the Live Tour, that the one thing I mentioned in my opening huge opinion today, Billy, that for all the money they have from the Saudi fund, for a guy like Greg Norman who was the king of marketing, how the Live Tour decided to drop all that money on players but not invest and have a huge TV deal done before they started or once they landed those names, or they're marketing on the social networks, or they're marketing anywhere with all the money they had where they could have just built a footprint. I'm stunned at how bad they've been out of the box with all that money.
2: Yeah, they're playing with Monopoly money, but they're, they're not playing with... They're not playing with a lot of intelligence in that realm. Although I will say this, Billy, um, even though the the players who went to that exhibition league, and that's what it is, it's an exhibition league. You're welcome to go. Just stop telling us you should get world ranking points and stop telling us that it's real golf, because it's not. But for all of the players who made that decision and were willing to overlook the source of the money, a number of the TV networks were not willing and their sponsors were not willing to go into business with the Saudis. Uh, the whole Jamal Khashoggi murder is still a pretty sore spot with the big corporate golf sponsor dollars. And uh, that's not been addressed. Uh, you know, Norm- Norman's, I think, famous quote was sometimes people make poor decisions. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's what you came up with? That. <laughs> You're supposed to be this titan of industry and this brilliant mind, and you came up with sometimes people make poor decisions when it comes to the dismembering of a critical journalist. And I think that one of the reasons you're, you're hearing about Live Beyond the CW Network, which by the way, you're not seeing them because God forbid anybody could find that, is because the big networks have decided it's not worth the hassle to deal with the moral side of where that money comes from and I uh, I don't know if that'll change or not but right now the live TV audience is roughly the same audience as the test pattern audience you used to see at three in the morning when the color bars came up and the national anthem was played
1: yeah, but also our country will go get oil from Saudi and those networks will carry their financial shows yeah. and that yeah. are investing in Saudi Arabia and we have I think three or five military bases. So the hypocrisy, we're not, we don't have enough time. I got to get going here, Billy, but yeah, I get it. I respect your sure. opinion. I just wanted to chime in. Uh, we're almost to the Masters. Can't wait for it. Uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, buddy?
2: I appreciate it. I'm going to see the Wings tonight, or what's left of the Wings. So uh, hopefully we can have some good things happen on the ice.
1: Yeah, horonic to Vancouver, Bertuzzi to Boston. And Bertuzzi, though, gets to go to a team that could – uh, win a cup so good move there for Bertuzzi and I think it's another message that Stevie Y knows they're not a playoff team right now and he's going to try and add more pieces during the off season.
2: In Stevie we trust.
1: Amen. We'll see you Billy. Thanks Billy. Alright Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live TV version on Valley Sports Detroit and the radio version on Saturday mornings during the golf season on most of these huge radio network stations. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not nine to five. No two days are ever the same. It isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit MichiganpoliceChiefs.org and find out.
2: A pair of huge games this coming Friday and Saturday, then Amber Arena with playoff implications as the Griffins take on the Iowa Wild. Friday night's two dollar beers and two dollar dogs. Saturday is Star Wars night, presented by DTE. Get tickets now at GriffinsHockey.com. This is Dan
1: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but this and win up to
2: $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week, and on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway,
1: only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete and details. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Beangarter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter, dot rcom At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MerckBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th Annual Grand Rapids-Griffins Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 100% of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Don't miss out on the limited edition Griffin's Purple Apparel and your chance to bid on purple jerseys after the game. Learn more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Final segment on a Thursday broadcast produced by Superfly Hayes. I do want to remind everybody what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. March Madness is almost here. The Big Ten Tournament next week. You have the Wings, Pistons, Michigan, Illinois tonight on all the TVs at all brands locations. Masters early April. You'll find the brands in Bay City. Mike Brand Jr., Liz Brand, Stegaheis, and Sean Stegaheis have a great place for a drink or your favorites at the Brands in Bay City. Also, Mike Brand Jr. and Liz Brand Stegeis have the Brands in Caledonia, just south of GR, for our listeners on 96.1 The Game. You'll find the Brands in Holland off of US 31 and James, for those who listen on WHTC, Johnny Brand. Senior has the Johnny Brands in Granville west of GR and also the Johnny Brands on Leonard just off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids and Mike Brands Senior has the Brands in Cascade just east of GR you can get out and watch Michigan and Illinois tonight and make plans during March Madness to check out your local brands they have happy hours twice every day seven days a week at all locations. And if you can't make it out and still want to pick up some of your brand's favorites, pickup and delivery available, go to brands.com. That is brands.com. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board. I do like Michigan plus the five points tonight against Illinois Wolverines. I believe who sit alone in second place right now in the big 10. If they get that W tonight, I think they are in The NCAA Tournament Field. So tomorrow we'll talk Big Ten basketball, Combine, Michigan Spring Football. That will be tomorrow starting at 3 on all of these great huge radio network stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. And if you missed any of the huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere: Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search the Huge Show uh, where you download podcast, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search the Huge Show where you download podcast, and the iHeart app is pretty cool. Uh, anywhere you get mobile service in America, if not the world, you can listen to the Huge Show live weekdays at three. On the iHeart app, just search The Huge Show. We'll talk tomorrow at 3 on these incredible radio stations. Big. Bad. Huge.